0: ouch she just gave me a burn
1: okay dang burn hello folks and welcome to brown and out the podcast where we give voice to lgbtq people of color in vermont today we're talking with sasha morissette hello how's it going sasha
0: oh it's going really well reggie thank you for having me and my daughter Indy is here,
1: too. What's up, yo? Oh, of course, yeah. Indy's here, too. Um, Sasha's daughter is here, as well. Hey, Indy. I thought
2: I said, what's up, yo? You did. did. (laughs) We already covered
1: that part. You're right. Okay, I'll
2: just say it again. What's up, yo?
1: (laughs) All right. So, um, what are a few things that we should know about you, Sasha?
0: Well, there are quite a few things, Reggie. (laughs) Um, I thought I'd sum it up in a song.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so.
0: Awesome. I, uh, here's a cover okay. <laughs> by Meredith
1: Brooks. Okay. Yeah, here we go.
0: <laughs> I hate the world today.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: Feels so good to me, I know, but I can't change. I tried to tell you but you looked at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath innocent and sweet yesterday I cried must have been relieved to see the softer side of Sears I can understand how you'd be so confused I don't envy you I'm a little bit of everything all rolled into one I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint, I do not feel ashamed, I'm your hell, I'm your dream, I'm nothing in between, you know you wouldn't want it any other way, so take me as I am, this may mean you'll have to be a stronger man. Rest assured of when I start to make you nervous And I'm going to extremes Tomorrow I will change And today won't mean a thing I'm a bitch, I'm a lover I'm a child, I'm a mother I'm a sinner, I'm a saint I do not feel ashamed I'm your hell, I'm your dream I'm nothing in between You know you wouldn't want it any other way Just when you think you've got me Figure out the season's already changing I think it's cool you do what you do And don't try to save me I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child I'm a mother, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint I do not feel ashamed I'm your hell, I'm your dream I'm nothing in between I lost my course, hold on. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. Oh, I got this. I'm a bitch, I'm a tease, I'm a goddess on my knees. When you hurt when you suffer, I'm your angel undercover. cover. I've been numbed, I'm revived. Don't say I'm not alive. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. Yes.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh.
0: I think that song pretty much sums it up. Oh,
1: Thanks okay. for well, your commentary. I'll, I'll just give a little...
2: Oh, and also, I think she just said the B word at least 15 times now.
1: Well, Thank you, Indy.
2: You're welcome.
1: I think that might be the title of the song, if I'm not mistaken, so... It is, yeah. hard to do a rendition and not mention that. Do you, I remember when that came out, that was such an unlikely radio hit.
0: It was, yeah.
1: But <laughs> um, I remember jamming hard to it.
0: I'll right, that about. was my jam when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was
1: back in the day,
0: dude. Sears commercial was on the radio at that time. The Hopefully. softer side of Sears.
1: Is that yeah? I noticed that you did a little comedic ad lib um, somewhere in there. Um, the Sears shout out. Is that you? Do you usually perform songs that way? Just give a little ad lib in there. I do. And Indy had some good ad libs also um, during the performance. Um, Is this something that you all do a lot together?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, yeah, it seems like you've had a lot of practice. You seem really... uh, Your talent seems well-honed.
0: Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm a little rusty, but I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: No problem. I'm (laughs) glad we can give you a little platform to flex. That's great. Cool. (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, are there anything besides... I mean, what that... uh, You could say that says it all, but are there any other... (laughs) important facts that we should know um, straight off the bat.
0: Well, um, my dreadlocks are getting longer. I'm pretty excited about that. Like, okay. I had a dreaded, like, two years... No, 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 no. It was, like, November of 2006,
1: I think. Oh, okay.
0: My friend actually uh, dreaded them for me. She is from Argentina.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's pretty awesome. Okay. Anyway, um... I've been, wearing, I've been waiting for my dreadlocks to get to a certain length so I can wear them down, so I'm just really excited about that. Right on. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of going through this dread phase of just kind of waving them about and having them out loud and proud. So
1: That's beautiful. That's really awesome. We've um, chatted recently, and um, one of the things that you mentioned was that you might have some stories about encounters you've had while driving cabs. Any you would like to share today? Oh my, where would it (laughs) begin? Okay. Just, uh, (laughs) let's just start with, um, one of your most humorous encounters. How about that?
0: Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Okay, um, humorous, let's see. I know,
2: like, a 15.
0: Um, Indy apparently has some right off the top of her. Yes, yes,
2: okay. Okay, take it away, Indy. Okay, so first, my mom was just driving this cab, picking up some kid, and, uh... The whole time, this kid was banging on the seat. Oh, yeah, I remember that time. Kicking it. She's right. The whole time. And then I I got so cracked up when she said that because it's kind of funny because...
1: Yeah, that kid is like, what's your yeah. problem, kid?
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, and... uh That was a good one. I kind of like when people are being maybe just a little bit annoying to her because it's kind of funny to me.
1: Oh, it's funny when people are being annoying to your mom? Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. Thanks, babe. Especially
2: Mm -hmm. for me. Oh, I did, like, this huge joke on the bus one time and made her say something not that good.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a knock-knock joke. But back to it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs)
0: um, So... Back to Indy's story. Yeah. If so you just, back to me. No, back to Indy's story. Just one second. Let me talk. Let me talk. One sec. Okay. So Indy was actually pointing out a good story. That was an interesting ride, um, with this little boy. Um I believe I had on the radio and he had this like this clicking toy. Uh
1: huh. And he was, was like Was it a fidget spinner?
0: No, it wasn't a fidget spinner. <laughs> it was what? this one like was clicking like click 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 the whole time and then he was i believe singing along to the the music in my car and just like really loud Mm. off tone off key off key
2: thank you off key
0: like the entire ride so i'm like oh my gosh how am i gonna make because we were driving a good distance like a good hour you know so at the end of the ride you know, I took off the... I still had this child safety locks on, so he couldn't exactly exit my vehicle. So great. I, So I was like, hey, um, so in the future, like, I really need you to have a good indoor voice <laughs> mm-hmm. because I need to drive you safely to your destination. Yeah. And um, if you can keep that in mind for next time, that would be great. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. <laughs> and I kind of unlocked the door, and he was like, okay, and just, like, peaced out. But um i discussed it with fellow uh cab drivers and they're like oh yeah him (laughs) so they they totally uh notorious he's totally notorious but um that was a first and last time actually i experienced that um but it i don't know it was pretty funny i guess and he thought it was hilarious so. so
1: your usual rides are less musical than that no oh, man, they're always musical. Oh, they're always okay. Tell, well, there's always music involved. Okay. Oh, for sure. Because you're the DJ. I am. Right. And what do you like to listen to in the cab?
0: Um. Honestly, I like to choose what my passengers would like to listen to. Otherwise, oh, okay. If I'm on my own, I usually have it like on a Pandora shuffle.
1: Mm.
2: Um. Something. Like I literally have like
0: a thumbprint, like. Or the thumbs, all the thumbs up I did on Pandora, oh, okay, like that right. station.
1: Okay, yeah, the, My, you're like liked playlist. Yeah, basically. exactly. Okay, yeah.
0: Um, other than that, I just kind of guess what they they would like to hear, and usually I'm pretty spot on.
1: Oh, you you kind of profile them.
0: I do. I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think this person might like this type of music, and, and you just kind of test it out,
1: right? Huh?
0: Yeah, probability wise, is pretty accurate. Okay. I, I was a radio DJ once at um, WJSC. Oh, okay. So you go 7. way
1: back with the music. I kind of do. <laughs> should, should we talk about that? Should we talk about your times as a DJ? Sure. Or, or wait, or, do, or did we not tell all the cab stories that we have to tell? Not I quite don't, all the cabs. Because I don't want to leave any stone unturned yeah. in the Sasha Morissette story. Oh, thanks. We'll go back to the DJ thing yeah, let me, sure. Right. Yeah. Take a note. I'll put a pen right in that.
2: Uh, what's up, Indy? I'm just saying right right here, mm-hmm. I would probably be a better DJ than Mom. Just
0: saying. Oh, say. okay. Oh, yeah. Indy's uh, DJ Sean's name is fired. DJ... Way better. Oh, DJ Bindi. Okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you you think you would agree? You think she'd be better than you as well? Yes.
0: Mom.
2: Um, no. Yes! I don't yes! believe she's better. <laughs> she's lying. She's a big liar. So, you're getting
0: real close to the mic, okay? Just...
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, um... There's another um, taxi cab confession you have to share?
0: Yes, yes, let's go on with that. Um, She needs to
2: confess that she's bad. No. No,
0: no. No, if you can just sit back a second, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, I am actually a very good driver.
1: I'm sure you are. And
0: uh, I avoid a lot of accidents. Of Um, course. Like hyper alert with that. So um, I'm also very talented at reading traffic now. I've noticed that over the years of just driving throughout the city, I'm able to kind of navigate and the ebbs
1: and the flows of Burlington traffic.
0: Totally, okay. it it matters. And I honk less now. I wag more, more, and I bark less. I literally take all the bumper stickers to heart and like really take the philosophies of these bumper stickers.
1: Did you? I'm sorry. Can I just? Yeah, there. Really... T- you wag more and bark less. Totally. I'm not certain if I know what that means. Can it's you... it's like a dog. You know, you oh, want to yeah. wag
0: your tail more. Exactly. And bark less.
1: Okay,
2: like, okay. Like screaming and saying the worst words you can think of.
1: That's like a more aggressive reaction, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the barking. Yeah. Okay. The,
2: barking. the
1: barking. And the wagging more is
0: kind of just going with the flow of the the traffic. I <laughs> And quiet
2: and not saying bad words. Safety first. Yeah.
1: I love it. Those are the most positive message I can think of. That's incredible. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: So, okay, here's another cab yeah. jo- story mm. for you. Okay. So um, it's very different uh, to drive during the day and over the, like, overnights. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started cab driving, I was doing a lot of weekends and overnights. So mm. it was very, very different um, dynamic with the nightlife and who was out and what was going on.
1: The nightlife.
0: Yeah, opposed to um, the day shift where I'm driving mainly students and, and basic 9 to 5 kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I'm doing now, but... So, let's go into the interesting nightlife area. <laughs> um, this um, happened on the corner of Church and King. Um, not, oh, no. Church Street. It was still Church Street. So, at the very bottom of Church Street um, where the, yeah. like the cabs kind of line up.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. Right.
0: So, I was there lined up. Very nice. And just showed me a picture. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um... Right. I was lined up with the other cabs, and there is a group of young men kind of over to my right, mm-hmm. and they start yelling across the street to, I don't know, this young man. And he, they're like yelling, like things like, you, you know, faggot, oh. and all these awful, like, homophobic things. And mm. I was just like, oh my gosh. So I like, I stepped out of my cab, and I have pepper spray with me. I'm totally prepared. Mm. But I'm like, me excuse me. Okay, so I get out of the cab, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm a fag, like, hello, right. like, you have no right to be screaming across the street like that, that's not okay, you know, like, blah, 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 and they're like, no, 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 we don't mind that, you know, you're a fag, like, you know, we really like you, what and right, exactly, and I was like, excuse me, like, and they're like, oh, well, can we get a ride from you, I'm like, absolutely not, like no i'm not going to give you a ride anywhere don't expect me to like you know then they kind of like you know quieted up and kind of left it at that and i just went back into my cab but when i shared that story with friends on facebook actually i shared that story um some of my friends were super nervous and were like yo you can't do that like you don't know if these people like had a you know this was that's violent. really dangerous yeah. yeah and i'm like well typically i don't Stand up or do anything unless there's police around. If I know there's there's law enforcement right mm-hmm. there, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, I'm surprised they weren't saying anything. First of all, and like, really though, are you? <laughs> like a little bit, like, yeah. I'm, I feel like these are just in a subtle way a hate crime. Like,
1: yeah, definitely. So definitely,
0: yeah. I'd, I was a, I was a bit disappointed that there there were uh, law enforcement nearby, but nothing. Occurred and the fact that I felt like I needed to say something to stand up for someone that I didn't even know, but I, mm. you know, it's still not. It's you know, this is Burlington. You know what right. I mean? Like this is supposed to be a good time, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. go out and enjoy yourself and your friends and whatever.
1: Like right, you don't that is need to the image. Be. That's the popular image. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And that's that's the image I hold firm to. And you know, yeah, and I good, give good. a bunch of crap to people who obscure that view. Well,
1: you you make sure that it stays that way, it sounds like. You're doing your part to...
0: Oh, I take keep... action, right. for sure.
1: That's awesome.
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> More people should speak up, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, no, it's definitely important to speak up, especially in, in in the moments you can't... You know, when you're faced with um, a challenge, it's... It's really important to speak your mind and, in a safe manner and... And try to speak it in in a loving in a loving kind way, so you're not necessarily reacting to them or their ego or their pain, but you're responding from a place of calmness, centeredness love i mean I think that's the first key before you you respond to any kind of challenging situation
1: we don't respond to the negativity no but respond okay
0: I have an example for that if uh yeah please cool so this is a separate incident. I, uh-huh. um, I was waiting on some passengers, and I was out in Essex Junction. And it was, again, the nightlife, so I was mm. it was probably, like, close to midnight. And I was getting kind of a, an odd feeling because they were taking a real long time to get out to the car. And I'm like, I already mm. called them a couple times, but they weren't answering. So, anyway, they, when they finally got out to the car... Uh, there was a young man and a young woman that were clearly dating, just got in the back seat, and there was a young ma- uh, younger, young man that sat in front, sat in front with me. Um, and immediately the, the young man was, just started in the back, just started pushing on my seat. Well, as soon as we started driving, and I confirmed the destination, they're going to downtown. So, anyway, I'm driving along, and this guy starts pushing on the back of my, my seat. Calling me my nigga, he's like, "Hey, my nigga, my nigga," just kept that up. You know what I mean? And he, I was. This was a white guy. Yeah, a young. The, all of them were Caucasian in the car, uh, so they. Um, he's pushing on my seat and just being super obnoxious and clearly trying to get a reaction out of me.
1: What so. made him think that, that was okay? What do you think he was thinking?
0: Um, I don't think could he dare, was thinking. If he
1: could dare go there? What do you? Th- you don't think he was
0: thinking? No, I. You know, was, he clearly had been drinking, and sometimes uh. like. Huh. these behaviors come to the surface the, of these,
1: like, I don't know. But, People feel less inhibited, maybe. Yeah,
0: and they feel like they want to even uh, try and test waters or hmm. get... get test you. Yeah, exactly. So um, what I chose to do in that moment was... Uh, I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, how should I respond to this guy? What should I do? And the... A quote came in, in my mind from Martin Luther King, oh. and it was, you know, um, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only love can do that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so I know what I need to do. First, I need to replace the negative energy that he's directing at me because you could feel it. It was all just hateful and negative in the car right. vibes. Yeah. So I poured out nothing but love and compassion from my heart wow. and replaced the energy, first of all. So you could feel the energy shift. And then once the energy shifts, and you can tell because everyone fell silent, you can feel it. Mm. You can feel the negative energy be shifted from the love and the compassion pouring out from my heart. Right. So as soon as everyone was quiet, that's when I chose to respond. And he stopped pushing on the back of my seat because it was just, it was, it was actually a really powerful moment of that energy shift.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was really interesting that they also felt that too. So... Then I responded, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I really don't appreciate you you pushing on the back of my seat like that and calling me uh, that slang word, and, you know, that's not how I identify, you know what I mean? Um, I was like, uh, I'm not sure if you're trying to get a reaction out of me, but you're not going to get one. Um, I'm actually very comfortable in my own skin, and if you kind of, if you take that attitude and that behavior out downtown, you're... There's people that's not going to respond like I have, so right. you better be careful, you know? Um, and then, you know, ab- immediately his friend in the front seat started apologizing for him. And, you know, I don't really want to accept any kind of bullshit apology, you know, like and, nor do but I want to accept him.
1: apologize for himself. Exactly. Say, yeah.
0: Exactly. He was just silent, you know? And his girlfriend's just being like, blah, 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 calm down, then, yeah," nah, you know? And the guy in the front seat's is apologizing to his friend. I'm like, you know, it's really not okay, and I'm, I don't really feel comfortable accepting this apology from you. So, but again, you know, be careful while you're out there because no one will spawn the way that I have. So then, you wow. know, they they apologize, gave me a tip, and left. So,
1: <laughs> okay, but, yeah, but
0: yeah, I let Green Cab know about the experience, and I think we blacklisted them, so okay. they are no longer allowed to receive that's what rides. Happens. It, yeah, that's what happens.
1: Jeez. Yeah, there is sometimes a lot of negative energy out there. And having a job like you do, working with the public, I'm sure that you get your fair share of it. That's a drag.
0: Yeah. you know. um, Even in
1: Burlington, right?
0: Totally. Honestly, it rarely happens. Okay. It really rarely happens. Um, It's really, there's so many good people out there and Mm -hmm. they're so funny and so kind. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, like Indy. Like Indy. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's a lot more goodness that I've discovered, uh, while driving, you know, that these incidences are far and few between, Mm -hmm. but when they come up, I'm almost grateful in a sense too, because I'm able to kind of talk soul to soul. I think there's no real progress if you're responding ego to ego, Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, you're just reacting to each other's pain and that's not necessarily what I want to do. It's not going to help anyone evolve.
1: You want to bring love into the
0: conversation. Yeah, and I, I believe love is always the answer. It may be challenging sometimes to to be loving.
1: Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: but um, I think it's important to to try and to have that kind of intention and to have that energy shift and awareness of each other.
1: Definitely. Wow. You're saying some really amazing stuff right now, I think. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Okay, I, we pre we put a pin in something, if you recall. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell us about your time as a DJ? Ever, ever, ever.
0: Oh my gosh. Sorry, <laughs> I am
1: sorry. So much listeners. fun,
0: listeners. <throat> Not like er. Er, er. <laughs> I actually ever, tried ever, that. What? What? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was the best.
1: Indy did it best. She did.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> so um. My time at Johnson as a radio DJ was... Oh, at
1: Johnson State College. Johnson State
0: College, yeah. Okay,
1: in Johnson... Johnson, Vermont. Vermont, okay. Mm -hmm. Just letting the people know facts. Yeah, oh
0: my gosh. It was was good times. Um, I used to... Kind of give hints of where certain parties were at, which ones were being busted. I'd be like, as don't- a DJ. As a DJ okay. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, there's a party going on over here. <laughs> oh, but don't go to this party; it's being busted right now. Just got the memo. <laughs> uh, you know, like
1: you were like Twitter, kind of.
0: <laughs> 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 yep. So,
2: okay, go ahead. I would not call that the good days because I wasn't around.
1: Okay. Wow. There you go. Okay. You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> that was like 14 years ago. I, I'm like only nine.
1: Facts.
0: Oh, I, I don't know if it was 14, but yeah, maybe.
2: Obviously,
0: yes. Maybe a decade. Okay. Decade. Okay. You, know. you keep getting really close to the mic, girl.
1: They're just. <laughs> they're really just numbers at the end of the day, right? Yes. Yeah. So you were like a sort of subversive, like, mm, friend of the people, uh, like, guerrilla DJ. Totally. Is that a fair assessment?
0: Yeah, you know, but in the (laughs) end, I ended up getting kicked off the radio because, yeah. You did not. I thought it was a great way to go out, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, So, um, what happened was there was an H.A., kind of above the RAs, like, the HAs are, like, um, a sup- higher up in status to the RAs, so the uh-huh. RAs go to the HAs for help if they need any help running the dormitories. Mm-hmm. So this guy, um, this particular HA, um, he would always just, like, make friends with the kids on his floor just so he can, like... You can get them to trust him, oh. and then he'll turn around and bust you. Ah. It was very conniving. So we wrote this entire song about this particular, like, H.A. It was like, ah. f you know, the <laughs> H.A. dude. I'm going to try to not say his name. But, like, like he's, you know, hating. He's the, he's a I hatin'. mean, spawn from Satan. Oh. He tries to be your friend but turns around and busts you. What's up with that? I think I'm going to cuss you. And then we go f him. There, you know, I, the name.
1: Right. <laughs> that is hardcore.
0: It was. We had other people in the studio at the time, like in the background, being like, yeah, 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 like A going chorus. along with the song, and like, it was great.
1: So we're but.
0: I kind of feel bad for that guy now, but, like, I kind of feel yeah, like... Yeah,
1: hindsight. Yeah, maybe now
0: that,
2: that I, yeah, that
0: kind mm-hmm. of look yeah. back being like, I probably really hurt this guy's feelings. It's possible. So, Wonder why
2: they canceled you as a DJ. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought it was a
0: great way to go out at the time, but now I kind of look back just, like, in like, somewhat yeah. regret because I feel like I could have approached that differently.
1: Of course. I mean, we can always look back. Hindsight, as they say, is 2020. We can always say what we... Could have, should have, would, might have done, right. I learned my lesson. (laughs) Okay, you you feel like you're less radical nowadays, or what?
0: A little less um, putting people down over the air, I guess.
1: Oh, okay, so we are definitely not going to be putting anyone down on this program today.
0: No, besides Trump, you know. Oh, Besides our president, I I have that, but... Oh, that's a challenge in itself, I suppose. Let's just change the subject. Okay, we don't really, no, we don't need to get, get all Trump.
1: political. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah.
2: I'd like to give a
0: shout-out. Indy would like to give a shout-out, apparently. Oh, okay. What's
2: up? I'd like to give a shout-out to my neighbors if they're, is this like a show or something? Yeah, that's a show. Yeah, okay. So if they're watching this, then <laughs> they're they're very lucky that they get to have a shout-out from me. So, um, there's Leo six, Clover is one, she's a baby, really, really, really nice Olivia, okay. and T.C. All right. T.C. works at the farmer's market. Go there!
0: Um, City Market, actually. Uh, the new one that just opened on Flint Avenue.
2: Oh, I haven't been well, there yet. I was close, I was close.
1: Just very nice. So, shout out to Sasha and Indy's neighbors, for sure, <laughs> definitely. I was just going to ask, Indy, is there anything that you want to talk about?
2: Of course, like a million things.
1: Okay. Whoa, okay. Maybe, maybe just, um, maybe just your top three.
2: Okay, top three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Family, music, dance, done.
1: Oh, wow. So that's really sums it up. All you need to know about Indy, family, music, and dance. Huh. Yeah. All right, so... Cool. It looks like you like to color as well. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she's great
0: at She's a great artist, for sure.
1: Uh, folks, it's unfortunate you can't see it, but Indy has developed some new emojis um, here today. Pretty cool. Mhm.
2: <laughs> it's so cute. There's a laughing one and a kissy face. Uh-huh. There's, there's like, arrows everywhere pointing at it, so... <laughs> And then on the other side, I'm painting it green. At first, I was copying what Mom was saying, and then... then At first, at first I was copying what Mom was saying, and then I just erased it with the, the green stuff, and then that gave me an idea to color the whole thing green. So
1: Right, so one whole side of this paper is basically green, folks. just Straight up green. You're doing a great job, Indy. I think it's fabulous. Yeah. It's very expressive. Um, did, you, I said did you want to perform some more songs for us Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, why don't we get into that? Can cool. you do the
2: I'd one? Not- oh, yes, yeah, she's doing it, people. This is my favorite song that she has. because It's kind of nuts, but still.
1: So it's going to be great because it's Indy's favorite. It's going to be amazing. Yes. yes. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> so. Spy
0: the Flaming Lips.
2: I don't you know who that is, but I would not want to have my lips on fire.
1: Definitely not.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's figure out the stormy pattern here. Oh, it's pretty simple. Okay. Oh. I know a girl who thinks of ghosts. She'll make you breakfast. She'll make Your you toast. toast. <laughs> but she don't use butter. That's stupid. She don't use cheese. Nope. She don't use jelly. or oh.
2: Any of these she, she uses bad. She's probably like three. So. Vaseline. She's a terrible cooker. Vaseline. Again, terrible cooker.
0: I know a guy who this is a funny one. goes to shows. When he's at home and he blows his nose, but he don't, don't use, use tissues, tissues
2: or his sleeve. He don't, don't use, use napkins or no, no. Any, any of these. He uses these. magazines. He's so such mad. Up. My old girlfriend's magazine. Oh, jeez. So nice. Magazines.
0: I know a girl who reminds me of Cher. She's always changing the color of her her hair. hair. But she don't use nothing. Nope. But you buy in a store.
2: She's no. Just no. She likes her hair to be real really orange. She uses tangerines. tangerines. She wants her hair to smell good, too. Tangerines. She must have had a lot of tangerines. Tangerines. Tangerines, yo. Tangerines. I think you said that enough. <laughs> just stop, Mom. Just stop. Mom!
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks. Thank you for sharing. It was,
2: it was also a big embarrassment. <laughs> Another burn from India, that's two.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's at least two burns.
0: Well, I, I wanted to share a song that I wrote a good 14 years ago on Cinco de Mayo, like the 5th of May. I just okay. named it that. Um, I wrote it for my first girlfriend, who actually was Natalie Portman lookalike. She was gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) All right. Well, cool. It sounds like you have fond memories of them.
0: Oh, yes. Um, Anyway, uh, so I haven't played this in a long time, but I found it recently. And uh, I remember that Ani DiFranco inspired me Mm -hmm. to write this song. Not that we know each
1: other personally or anything, but... (laughs) But you maybe were listening to some of her music. Yeah, exactly. All right.
0: Like, Falling is like this. I remember that specifically. That song, I think, inspired this song. Okay. So, (laughs) anyway, here, uh, here it goes. Yesterday. Yesterday. Indy, I don't need your commentary on this one.
2: Boo. I already don't like this song. Back up.
0: (laughs) Come on, girl. Yesterday went by. Okay, so this is a different strumming pattern. Just give me a sec. So slowly. I'm sitting here yet again waiting for your call. You are so far away I can't seem to keep my mind Off you I wanna hold you in my arms I wanna long to hold you in my arms Make you wanna be with me Kiss you hard and make you mine make you mine, make you mine, I'll make you mine, 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 I'll make you mine, I'll make you mine. Shh. Babe, please. Man. Please tell me. I cannot live without your love. Hold me tight, we're on this ride together. Hold me tight, we're gonna be together. Hold me tight, hold me tight, hold me tight, hold me tight. Hold me tight, hold me tight this bull by the horns. I don't know. There's literally a gap missing in this song,
1: so please excuse me. (laughs) It was written a while ago. (laughs) It sure
0: was.
2: (laughs) You know we've got to grab it
0: by the horns. I want to hold you in my arms. I long to hold you in my arms. Make you want to be with me. Kiss you hard and make you mine. Make you mine, make you mine. I'll make you mine, mine, mine. I'll make you mine, I'll make you mine. I want to hold you in my arms. I want to fall into your arms. I want to crash into your arms. I want to dive into your arms. want to fall into your arms. I want to crash into your arms. I want to hold you in my arms. Your hand. Ooh. Let me take your hand. I'll help you, be there for you, take care of you. I'll pick you up when you fall. Listen to your every call. Pardon me, excuse me. Can I take
1: your hand? I thought that was very sweet. That was very sweet, and I could tell that it was written about someone that you really cared about.
0: Thank you. Yeah, That was um, definitely one of my first broken hearts. So,
2: she should have written a song about me. Hello, I'm your daughter, babe. This is a sentimental moment,
0: man. Just come on, ease up.
1: I'm, I'm sure that. If you haven't already, I'm sure, Sasha, you would eventually write a song about or for Indy. I'm
2: pretty sure I already have.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> no, she she actually haven't. I did that for her, and she she didn't give me anything back. I was... <laughs> Indy,
0: I have so many lyrics I just went through, and I found a few about you, so please. This little child challenges me all the time. I don't even know huh. why.
1: Children can be a challenge. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. She's always challenging me.
0: Well, I... Hi, Mom. (laughs) Hi, Mom. Why do you do that? I want candy. I need
2: this. (laughs) Well, obviously, that's because candy is awesome.
1: Candy's great. It's wonderful. I would like to know, Sasha, what does black and brown queer culture in Vermont look like to you?
0: That is an excellent question.
1: Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, okay. What does it look like to me? I'm... well, when you ask me that question, I think of the family I was raised in, um, which I was adopted into a family with my two biological brothers um, at the age of five, uh, and I grew up in the Northeast Kingdom in a French-Canadian-Caucasian family, so we're a mi- we're a mixed race family, mm-hmm. um, and I was also raised Roman Catholic, so a lot of you know discussions about homosexuality did not come up um or just really brushed aside so i remember first coming out to my mother um sort of i think it was an accidental kind of coming out i um i was trying to navigate my feelings that i had for my best friend and um i was probably like 15 at the time and mm-hmm. so, yeah. and i was talking to my mother about these feelings that I had for my best friend who, um, you know, was a female and she was awesome and is still awesome. Anyway, very so, to
2: get so,
0: um, I told my mother about my feelings for my best friends and she basically told me that, you know, that's I should stay away from her. Basically, like mm-hmm. she was like, you need to cut off this relationship. Like this isn't normal. You can't be feeling this way. Blah 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 blah. My mom is actually more supportive now, but it took her kind of a long time to come around at first. You know, like she was when I actually did come out to her when I was like seventeen. Um, and I would, that song that I had wrote. <laughs> um, I had we had a, a breakup. But we were still kind of uh, getting together during uh, breaks, school breaks and stuff. Um, so, but we had broken up because we are both kind of, the distance relationship was difficult for sure. us both. So um, my mother was wondering why I was so upset. And, so, and, you know, I just told her, like, yo, you know what? I have been dating my, you know, this girl for quite some time. And we just broke up. And I'm kind of sad about it. You know, and then my mom was, like, oh, my gosh, like, really upset because, like, she's, like, that means you guys were, like, in the house, like, oh, doing <laughs> stuff. And and she was just really, like, upset Um and she was like, "We're not telling anybody about this. Not anything about your sexuality. Like mm-hmm. nobody is to know this. This is just a phase." I'm like, "Actually, Mom, I'm pretty sure it's not a phase. Like, known this about myself for quite some time. It's just the fact that you seem to be having a hard time accepting this. Mm-hmm. But I really love this aspect of myself. So it was really hard to be viewed as something that was wrong when I felt it was something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but." That being said, you know, last year, I actually didn't attend Pride because I felt like maybe my sexuality was a curse. Oh, no. I know. It was kind of this turmoil part of, I don't know what was going on for me, but I'll try to explain it. (laughs) Um, I uh, would become pretty close to, like, girlfriends. And for me, feelings would start developing, but it wasn't mutual, you know, so it was really hard for me to navigate uh, close relationships with women. And um, it still kind of is because I want to be close and have good girlfriends, but at the same time, I'm kind of gay and I have, you know, feelings that eventually evolve because I get to know them pretty well. And it's hard for me when I kind of express my feelings and that's not mutual. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, sever the relationship because it's hard for me to continue to move forward with a friendship like that when it doesn't feel, although I feel bad too because I feel like, you know, it's hard for them as well, you know what I mean, on their end, because I, uh, it's complicated,
1: so. (laughs) It sounds like you're a sensitive person.
0: I am. I am pretty sensitive.
1: Yeah. Well... Welcome to the club. For sure. Wow. Thank you so much for opening up. Like this is just amazing. I really feel honored that you are being so vulnerable in everything with us.
0: Oh, thank you. I I really
1: appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. (coughs) You kind of make it easy to share. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for
1: your your presence and listening. No problem. No problem. So all right. Um, hmm.
0: I hope that kind of answers your question. I, th-
1: I think that is the best, most honest answer that could possibly be given. So that's, thank you very much. We, we were talking about this before, and I'm still trying to figure out when do you feel most brown and out? And you can, that can mean something different to different people. Um, however you feel like uh, the title of this show, Brown and Out, however you feel like that applies to you, when do you feel most that way?
0: That is an excellent question. Um, Two, let's see. The most... I don't know. Um, I feel like when I attend events where there's other people of the LGBTQ community... um, I feel more like browning out with like going to higher ground going to da- dances going mm-hmm. to the new actually i i checked out the uh the new um spot on Winooski at what was it called again the the club there
1: in Winooski?
0: yeah um it was once uh I forget what it's called. They changed their name a couple times. Oh,
1: do you mean Mr. Sister? Yes, thank you. Uh, I
0: believe they changed their name, though, from Mr. Sister to something else, because it was uh, some sort of issue.
1: Very briefly, they did, and then they closed it. Oh, really? Yeah. So they got the name back? No. No. um, After being Mr. Sister, and then something... They switched their name. And then another name, but I forget what the new name was. Um, shortly after that, they just, they closed. Tonight. Oh, really? Oh, yep.
0: shoot. I can't. I missed that.
1: <laughs> I missed that memo. Shoot. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. I stopped in there once to play chess with a friend. To, just to check. Cha- yeah. Oh, they had
1: a chess table? They there. had
0: a chess table oh, okay. there, like some board games. So I just stopped in with a friend who was, um, pansexual, identifies as pan. Yeah. And we just kind of stopped in to play chess. Literally no one was there. Like, and I kind of liked it like that. I just... Wanted to get a scope of the place, and it was nice. Um, I'm a little bummed now to hear that it's closed, but um, uh, this, I think it's important to have um, those kind of spaces in our community that really uh, embrace, especially when you have run-ins uh, with homophobic folks. You know, you necessarily it feels um, a place like a place where you're able to um, be more yourself.
1: It would be nice to have a place where everyone felt safe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Can't I
2: remember. have a joke to tell everybody in the whole entire world of worlds.
1: I cannot wait to hear it. Please tell us. Okay.
2: Uh, okay. Okay. What's the joke? Ah! You told it to me. Oh, the zombie one? No! No tell.
1: Whoa, easy. Jeez.
2: <laughs> okay. So, what is a zombie's favorite weather?
1: What is the zombie's favorite weather? I don't know.
2: Cloudy with a chance of brain. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good because one. Because they like to... Eat brains. They're
2: considered brainables.
1: Oh, <laughs> is that like lunchables, but for... Brainables. Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, um, thank you very much, both of you, both Indy and Sasha, for speaking with us today on Brown and Out. Hey, folks. That was the sixth and final episode of the first season of Brown and Out. Thank you to all of our illustrious guests, and thank you as well to the Fletcher Free Library and the Pride Center of Vermont for letting a fledgling podcast record in your space. And of course, thank you for listening, and don't forget to keep an ear out for season two of Brown and Out.